Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> Out of our steamy, it is. and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest-growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Probably, we're going to find out in a minute. But their acts of humanity 
create better homes, better schools, better environments for us to live in. So will the real men please stand up and be a part of this show? Sawyer's <laughs> calling on the role models. And in the studio with me today is none other than the men of a community called Sandtown. Welcome to the cafe, James Sigler and Jeff Wynn. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning. Good, good, good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. So I, I want to, um, you know that, that men are, it's needed to have men in the, in the community. And you guys are doing some great things in the community and, and what you live in. Now, I remember a time where my community where I grew up, it was jump rope, hot scotch, kickball in the street. And, and, and you know what I remember and all the fun and all of that, guys? There were grandmamas and dads and aunts and uncles who said, get off that car. Yeah. Don't sit on that fence. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take that on down the street. We don't do that over here. Right? That was the community. That was the community. So what, what has happened to, to our community? Wow. Technology. Technology happens. Yeah. Okay. It a whole lot of things. And the way that young people think now, it's just totally different now. And it's not a neighborhood anymore. It's not a neighborhood anymore. It's different now from what we grew up with. So now it's well up to try to recapture that moment now. Now, I, I, I know that, you know, you said technology happens, life happens, age happens. Industry happened, right? Absolutely. Because you know, I, I live in a community where I can't see my neighbor. Right. You know, they, they they make the houses that you know to give us you some sense of privacy. The the um some of the walkways are a hundred feet ahead of each other and back, so you can go out and some of them can check your mail and you mm-hmm. never see your your neighbor. Right. There are no front porches anymore. No. So you can't, it's hard to sit on the front porch and see what's going on. You got to be like me, keep your blinds open, right? So you can see what's going on in your neighborhood. And that's what I do. Some associations don't even allow you to sit on the front porch. No, yeah. So, I mean, those are some of the challenges in being available and being visible in in the community. So tell us about what it is that you're doing in the community and and, and what you live in. What we're doing is bringing back that um, ability to be visible in the community. Where you see, where you see the men in the community get up, get out, uh, come out of the out of the house, talk to their neighbor, come more involved with what's going on in the community, along with the HOA, and along just with the community as a whole. Not standing on the sideline anymore, saying that hey, uh, I got to work, I don't have the time. So we ask the men to reconstruct their own time and give back to their community. And that's what we're doing. So the minister in town, I, I remember um, in, in the community in which I live in and you guys came and, and knocked on the door and introduced yourselves. And, and so you do that to all of the, all of the residents that are in your community. We do that for every homeowner that's, that's in the community. We, we made sure that we touch base with everybody so they would know who we are and we know who they are. In addition to being visible, uh, introducing yourself, what are some other things that that, that you do in, in in your community that that allows you to give back? Well, what we do is come together as a group, I mean, and um, decide what kind of activities community wants to see 
and we try to present that to the community. Um, Jeff can tell you some things that we've done. That, yeah, some of the things we've done. Now, uh, the men of Sandtown, they reach out beyond the neighborhood. We might see a person out um, that, for instance, Michelle, a young lady by the name of Michelle, she was a great artist, but she was not feeling that she had the ability to let her art be shown. We met her out one night and talked to her, and we invited her to our clubhouse to show her wares. By that, she reached her community as well as the people here to um, show her art. So now we got another person that is involved with us as well. So not only do we just help our community, we help everybody's community. So their hands reach out far beyond just our neighborhood. Where, where did this idea stem from to, to do this? That's uh, on duty was an organization that I was in at the beginning, and they this organization trained me to go out and do duplicate what what they do in their own household, and own community, within their community. So I started the men's Saint Town. I got the men to come out, and I asked them to volunteer for one year to serve their community and give me an opportunity to show them how they can impact their community. And these guys agreed to stay with me for one year. Now it's been about four years we've been together. So, and we're constantly adding guys to that list because as we come along, more guys begin to ask us, how do you do that? And we set them down and say, hey, we do this together. You're not by yourself. And, and, and that's where it's been missing. A lot of men just need to know they got support. And when they got that support, they're able to do more for their community. So you, you believe that men don't do this because they don't have support? Well, they don't know how to show the support because a lot of time working and, and doing everything in our household, it consumes a lot of time. But when you got the manpower for another brother to call you and say, hey, what, what you got going on over there? How you doing? Uh, do you need some help? And it begin to open up that leadership way where that man not only leave his house, he begins to understand how to lead the community as a whole. So these guys can call and say, hey, I need help at the house. I'm not there. My wife needs this. You go and you help them. And there's nothing more to, to feel good when you have somebody that you can call on and say, hey, my, hey, my garage is down. I'm not at home. Can you go and check on it? Uh, my wife needs help over here. My kids are they're getting off the bus. Can you make sure they... Uh, they're off the bus. And the guys, yeah, I'm walking up the street. I'm making sure that the neighborhood is safe. So that impact give give the leadership back to the man from his house to the community. Okay. All right. Okay. So now I, I, I would reckon that regardless of where people live, you know, you can be in $60,000 community, townhome community, up to two hundred and fifty, hundred. There are going to be some knuckleheads in the community, yeah. right? Right. right. It's some Ray Ray and them and all of right. them all that of we them. need to snatch them up. Yep. Right. right. How, how do you deal with the Ray Rays and them? Do you run into those issues? How do you deal with that? Yeah. We, we ran into a few Ray Rays. <laughs> and, uh, but what I've done is I actually caught them, sat them down, talked to them, and invited them to sit with us and see where their head was, so we can understand why they're doing what they're doing. Some was um, receptive, some ran, 
And uh, but for the most part, I've talked to them and they they were receptive. We sat out, and uh, a couple of them now I talk to them every day. They come around and see me and ask me to fix their tire on their bike or whatever. So you know, if you reach out and, and don't go to them with anger, and actually sit down and talk to them and see where their head is, sometimes you reach them. You know, you may not reach them all, but if I reach one out of three of them, I'm doing better. You know, we we help it. So that's the whole process. We're trying to help, trying to try to put some of the wisdom that we have into these kids' heads because a lot of parents don't have time to do it. So we have the time, so we make it. Now, do you, do you think that people can adopt this this kind of program or do these kind of things if they don't live in a in a in a community where they're homeowners? Can you do this in an apartment community? Can you do this on a neighborhood street like downtown in the city of Atlanta? There, there is no, although it's a community. But it's not a subdivision. Can this still be done and 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 uh, set up like that? This can be done nationwide. Um, All it takes is for you to have a, take an effort to partner with somebody else that's in your community and go out and 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 be a volunteer to start giving out the information and and giving back. And that's all it takes. And you and what we tell people is look here. Everybody here needs help. But when you're not by yourself, it's a lot easier. And we just kinda like talk on those on, on everyday life. We all need each other. So if you give us a chance, then you give yourself a chance. And the only thing you're gonna lose is making the decision not to try. Other than that. You're gonna win. It's the one. It's the one where Jeff win, win, win. Is it a win-win, Jeff? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now, now there's now there are some men who are. Um, I, I like the idea of being able to see men in the community. I, I'm telling you, it it it, it does my heart and so uh, good to see men walking in the community. Some sometimes I've seen them with not only our community, other communities where they have the best on. Okay. So you know what? I remember back in the day where you see the old guys, retired yeah, guys yeah. with the hats on, yeah. standing yeah. out in the community. You know, making women feel feel safe. Yeah. Now, now there are men who are on the couch, not even getting up, going to work. So you, you're talking about being empowered to lead the community. They, they don't even get up and take out the trash in in the home. So how can we get these dudes off the couch? Well, to come to the front door, to come outside, to stand outside, and, and, and not to distribute anything negative or, or, or any drugs or anything, but just to be a part of building. What can we say to those men or those people who are trying to empower those kinds of men? Well, um, my thing is, you're going to have some that's just not going to get off the couch. But that, and that's what makes this situation unique for us. Because we we don't actually say you have a job to do. We let we show by illustration and demonstration that we a bunch, we're a group of brothers that just love one another. We support one another. And once a lot of guys start seeing that, they want it to be a part of it automatically because they see that there's no boundaries, there's no restraints or, restraints or anything. They just see a, a group of guys it's just there for one another. And most people want to be a part of something, whether they're on the couch or whatever. They want to be. So by demonstration and illustration, we show them, and a lot of guys just jump right in. You know? 
We didn't have to even say, man, come on, just join. They just wanted to be a part of it because they see me doing something great. And the one thing that um, we share with guys that are, well, I share with guys that are on the couch, uh, being lazy, I would tell them, I say, hey, I just want you to think about this one thing. Talk behavior is something that experience we all experience. You have to come to to realization to, to realize that you were taught how to be this way. Now you got to reteach yourself how to be better. Because we all came up into the era of time where some household people did stuff, some household people didn't do things. And as they got older, they adapted their taught behavior. Mm-hmm. So now we talk to guys, I don't want to know about your problems. Let's talk about the behavior. The behavior was taught. It's a reason why you, you're a couch potato. <laughs> because it's not by choice. Mm-hmm. It's because you were taught. And nobody gave you anything to do, so you felt that that's all you can do is just get on that couch. But here, we offer you an opportunity to expand your dream, what it is you want to do with this brotherhood and the support, and you are the leader. You cannot fail because if you try to fall, we're going to pick you up. Yeah, we got you. We got you. We got you. You're about to make me cry. <laughs> yeah, he said it's about the behavior. It is about learned behavior. And and that's true. Every, we all want to be a part of something. Right. I, actually, I got a gentleman who wants to be a part of this conversation as well. Um, he's co-hosting with, with with me today, so we're gonna bring on Brandon. Brandon, be chilling. You in the <laughs> you in the cafe, Brandon? I am in the cafe. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? What's going on? So, hey, hey, Brandon, hey, what, out there. What do, think, what do you think about this? Um, uh, he, he made a comment about um, it's, it's learned behavior. So we can get these guys off the couch, give them purpose, give them something that they can feel valued in and feel successful. And what do you think about that? So in all honesty, I actually agree with everything that he said, especially about the learned behavior piece. The reason why I believe that it's learned behavior is because as young people, you know, you think about children, they're so active. Nobody's glued to the TV, glued on the couch. No child is like that. Uh, unless they have, you know, unfortunately, a physical disability. So if you have these men that don't have physical disabilities, typically it's because their spirit was crushed in some way or form, and we have to recondition, and we have to actually make it okay for them to not be there. So, like, the question has to become, you know, how do you teach this person, you know, or how do you reprogram this person to get back to his natural self, you know, which is active and in the community? Absolutely. What we do is invite we invite guys out to events and to take part with us in things that we do as men. And and we so we we go pick them up or we go to them and we say, Hey, look here. We'll come to you. So there's no excuse to say you can't be a part right. of getting your getting yourself together of trying to reconstruct your, your ideas, your dreams. We have done so much networking out here. We tell guys, look here, we know some of everybody. You tell us what you want to do, we'll plug you in. If we can't plug you in, we'll help you find that resource. So there's no way you can, you cannot tell us you can't dream again. Or you can be better at whatever you want to do. 
Mm-hmm. So we it starts there, and we keep talking to the person. Not one day we call them, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. we rotate. Each guy will call this guy and check in on him. Mm-hmm. So we keep we we keep trying to get the person to get more involved because when you show we show by action. Yeah. Right. And the more action you show, eventually this person get up and say, you know what, you're right. I never knew it would feel like this. Yeah. And and we find that most guys don't know how it feels until they experience it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And it, there are so many different circumstances. One one particular circumstance, one of the neighbors, they used to come home, close the garage, didn't get involved, didn't talk, whatever. They went out of town, didn't tell anyone. Someone broke into their home. And the first question he asked was, did anybody see anything? And what we answered was, we don't know who you are or when are you going out of town. But we do have a group and of that, men of Santa that we will watch out for you if you let us know. So now right. he makes sure that he he let us know whatever and if it's anything he can do to help us. That's how you got involved. So, so that brings me to my next question. So you mm-hmm. have this guy. Now he he might he may or may not know about the group or the movement, but how do you now reach out to to that guy? You know, how do you reach out to the guy that's on the couch? Because unless you're going door to door, I don't see how you will be able to reach the guy that you that you can't see. So, you know, there's a lot of people listening right now. They have no idea, well, they had no idea that this was even going on. Women that have, like Story said somebody on the couch at home that won't take out the garbage, how do we reach that guy right there? Because he's a hermit. So he's inside watching TV, watching Judge Mathis, and, you know, so on and so forth all day, not going outside. How do we reach those guys? You want to answer that, A lot of time um, we, ask, we ask women to also tell us what these guys like to do, and we can invite these guys to the things that they like. And then we go there and meet them where they are. And and when we do meet these guys, we don't just, we take their number, we text them. We have a database where we can text everybody. Um, and and we, let, we let them know that there's several ways that we're going to stay in touch with you. You know, and we, there's not going to be one time we knock on your door. I might ride by and just knock on your door and see how you're doing because mm-hmm. I'm walking down through the neighborhood. Even if you don't live in my neighborhood and I'm across town, I'll say, hey, I'm going to check on the guy that came to the meeting last week, but he lives in Decatur. <laughs> but I'm in Decatur, so I go by and say, hey, ring the doorbell, how you doing? How's your community doing? And we sit down and talk. What are you doing to impact this community that you're in now? And, and we, we start brainstorming, and it never the brainstorming never stops. It's a continuation. You, we brainstorm from one community to the next community. Whatever they're doing, we bring it over here and say, let's try this over here. So we all work together as one unit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, Absolutely. And also, in this particular neighborhood, if we have one like that, we do have seniors in the neighborhood. And let's say, for instance, one of the seniors need a light bulb change. We call that council table. Like, hey, you're not doing anything. Why don't you go over to Miss such and such a house and put that bulb in for us? And they'll get up. We make them work. You know, and we try to do every possible way to be creative to get them out of the house. So once they start moving and doing things, we put them to work and then just say, hey, you home. Go check it out. And they'll do it. So we have, we have our ways. 
So we did, and some of them work, some of them don't. But we're gonna continue to try anyway. I love it. I, 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 I love it. I love it. Brandon, that that sounds like something we always talk about. Unapologetic you. Keep going. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up. That's the that in my opinion, that's the most important thing right there. Soy Soy mentioned something else that I'm I'm sure is on all of the listeners' minds. And this was something that was so impactful for me when she said it. What about little Ray Ray and him? Right? What? Wait, you're going to be surprised that we also, um, Oakley Elementary School is over in, I think, in Clayton County. We also go over there and we got a, uh, a fourth grade class that got a lot of little Ray Ray in there. We keep up with them. <laughs> you know, we go over and we get in the school system, we talk to them. And we talk to him about being bullied. We talk to him about respect. Uh-huh. And we follow up on them. And when they do good, we go over and we, we present uh, our certificate from the community to show that we, we, we appreciate what they're doing in, in class. And we help out on their sponsorship on certain things that they, they, their fundraisers they have. So the neighborhood, we see him. We, we approach him all the time. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? And we don't leave him by the curb. Even when he's with the bad guys, we still walk up and say, hey, how you doing? How your day going, gentlemen? And we treat him with respect. Absolutely. And we found that doing that, they begin to open up and they begin to change their direction. Kids walk by now, they wave. They yeah. pick up their own paper. Hey, you going to pick that up, man? Put it in the trash? Yeah. Yeah. So, so a lot of these things that we're finding out is that, like I said, talk behavior. It's not being taught at home, so we got to go back to the, to the book. We got to be, begin to give this back to this generation who don't know about it. If you ask more right. kids to turn the cell phone on and tell you how to, to take, the, take them to their home and you'll pay them $100, they can't even find their own home without the GPS. And I tell him, I said, you should remember the street. We had to remember the street name. Remember about the, the, the signs, the, the buildings, how to get back home. These kids have no idea. Right. And also, we have activities for them. Yes. At the clubhouse, we have activities for the younger kids and what have you. So we try to do everything possible to get them involved and try to, um, you know, get them on the straight and narrow so they can be something. So we... We do it. If everybody in Minnesota town, uh, they got post office, the own your own business, the whatever. So we have something to offer these kids. And and now quite a few of them are taking time out to hear what we have to offer. But Absolutely, I really, I really, really like that. that. This, so this is this is showing a lot of growth right here, and so. Uh, before we before we completely wrap, I just want to get you guys to, is there a number that we could call or have, you know, it's for everybody listening, everybody that's ready to accept that challenge, everybody that's ready to give it to their friend that's on the couch, what number are we calling? How do we get to you guys? Well, they could, I like everybody to email me because when you email me, I can pretty much contact you on the individual. You can email me at James. Stiggers, that's S-T-I-G-G-E-R-S, at yahoo.com. 
And what we do is on that email, we follow back up with you and, and we invite you out or we come to you. Okay. That's perfect. So uh, listeners, that's James Figures at what? At yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for being in the cafe with me today. I really appreciate you being here. And I want to thank my co-host, Brandon B. Chillin, for representing as well. Thank you. 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 Thank what a wonderful time we've had today. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Y'all be good. And go out there and empower someone, support someone, you know, follow your dreams, and be accountable. Be accountable. And be in your community. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, y'all. Bye